Good morning, brothers and sisters. How are we doing today? Happy New Year. Uh, my name is Brother Steve, and I attend the Irvine branch in California. Anybody ever see that movie Big? It's kind of old now. You remember at the end of the movie where he turns back into a kid, and he's standing there with that big suit on, and he's like standing there in the street? That's how I feel this morning, because I never feel worthy to occupy this pulpit and I certainly don't feel worthy to address you, but with the help of God this morning, I hope to deliver a message that will fill your heart and your soul. I do have some notes here. I have some experiences I'd like to share with you, but I'm not bound to these notes today. I'm not, I'm not bound to whatever I have here. I'm, I'm bound to the Spirit of God. And, um, but where I'd like to um, speak about today is it's actually found in the book of Ether, so if you'd like to go there, this is Ether chapter 12, and I'm going to jump around a little bit in the book of Ether. So I'm going to read 12, 6, and 7. And now I, Moroni, would speak somewhat concerning these things. I would show unto the world that faith is things which are hoped for and not seen. Wherefore, Dispute not, because ye see not, for ye receive no witness until after the trial of your faith. Amen? Sometimes we just got to keep at it, right? Sometimes we just got to keep praying. We got to keep believing. We don't always see the evidence or the fruit of our faith in the moment. But I believe, brothers and sisters, that we are approaching a time in the church of Jesus Christ where well, we are going to see the evidence of that faith and of those prayers. How many of you heard the experience that Brother Paul Palmieri had, what was that, a year and a half ago now? Uh, he, Brother Paul Palmieri is the president of our church, or, or the, was the recent president of our church. And he had a dream where an angel appeared to him and told him to take the elders, take the teachers, to go to the hospitals, and to anoint the sick and that they would, they would be raised up. He said that the time is soon coming. And so that's, that's, the, um, that's what we have to look forward to this morning, brothers and sisters, is that power of God coming down upon the church of Jesus Christ on a greater, in a greater manner, in a greater way maybe than we've ever known. And, but it doesn't always happen until after the trial of our faith. So I took that, that experience to heart. And... Um, I'll share with you something that happened to me uh, about a month or so ago. Um, I have a dear co-worker, his name's Matt Ramey, and his wife got leukemia. And let me back up even further. A year ago, she, she miscarried and she had a, a brain bleed. So that was traumatic enough. They, they, they went through such a terrible time. And I, and I watched them go through this. Of course, I, I prayed for him and tried to encourage him, but it was, it was just devastating to them. And recently she was diagnosed with leukemia. Now, I, I share my faith with Matt. I've, he knows I'm a Christian. I've never actually told him I'm a minister of the Church of Jesus Christ. Um, not because I'm ashamed, but because, you know, I'm in the workplace. And, you know, there's a time and a place for everything. But in, under these circumstances, I really felt the Lord telling me that I needed to, to act. I needed to tell him who I am and what I believe in, and 
I, my flesh didn't want to do it. Because I, I work with this man. This man is scientific, okay? He's not a, a faith-believing person. And so, long story short, I was, I was driving to church because we had these mini, uh, mini ministerial retreat in Irvine. And guess what the theme was about? It was about stepping out on faith, you know, not being afraid to anoint, um, and so forth. And I felt so convicted as I was driving. I was thinking, you know, here I have this dear coworker of mine whose wife has leukemia, and I have access to this healing power, and I'm not sharing it with him. And I picked up the phone, and I called him as I was driving, and I just blurred it all out. You know, I was like, I am a, I am a minister in the Church of Jesus Christ, Matt, even though I've never shared that with you. I believe in the power of healing. I have been healed. I have seen other people healed. And, and then I just dropped the mic. You know, I'm just waiting for him to say, oh boy, you know. And he's like, you know, Steve, that's, that's fantastic. And, and I said, Matt, you know, I'd like to bring another brother over later on today to the hospital. He's down in San Diego. I'm up in Irvine. And we'd like to anoint your wife. Her name is uh, Anjanette. And uh, he says, well, let me, let me call you back. So I went to this mini ministerial retreat in Irvine. And uh, I shared with the brothers a little bit of what I'm sharing with you. And as we're getting ready to wrap up, I get a text. It's from Matt, my coworker. And he says, hey, Steve, uh, my wife says, come on, come on down and uh, go ahead and pray for her. But she wants you to come alone. And I was like, oh. I mean, I can't bring one of my brothers with me? I was thinking in my mind, you know. You know, sometimes, brothers and sisters, we've got to face those giants alone, don't we? We want to rely on our brothers and sisters. We want to rely on their faith, but sometimes God wants us to step up. And, and for me, that was my moment. And so, long story short, I, I went down there, and I, I, I laid hands on her, and while I was praying for her, she just passed out. And my friend Matt says, yo, she's, she's meditating. Because they, you know, again, they're very scientific. They, they meditate. They do different things. So I think she's meditating on the words that you, that you said in your prayer. I said, no, Matt. She's, she's sleeping. The Lord's blessing her. The Lord's touching her. And I sat down. And later on that, that night, I get this text, and it's Matt, and Matt says, how can I thank you? How can I thank you for what you did today? And I was thinking, I didn't do anything. He goes, he goes thank you for sharing the power. And I was like, wow, this is, this is somebody who, who doesn't believe. And again, she didn't stand up out of the bed. Remember, it's after the trial of our faith, brothers and sisters, that we see that manifestation of God's power. So she didn't get up out of the bed, but I got this text saying, thank you for sharing the power. Do you know what power that is today, brothers and sisters? That's the power of Jesus Christ. I don't have any power. I barely have power to get out of the bed in the morning, brothers and sisters. That's how much power I have. So I'm not here today to lift up myself, but I want to encourage you with these words, and I want to encourage you with these scriptures to put your faith in Christ because it's after the trial of our faith 
that we see the manifestation of the power of God. Amen? That's profound because, brothers and sisters, now is the time that we have to start exercising our faith. That little grain of mustard seed that the Lord gave us like never before. If we want to receive the promises of God, if we want, if we want to see the fruit of those prayers that we've offered up many times for our loved ones, we want to see those who, who have been in our midst for many years ask for their baptism. If we want to see those who we prayed for for many years for a healing receive a healing. Now is the time, brothers and sisters, but we've got to have that little, that little mustard seed of, of faith. And so, I, I, don't know, I don't know about you, but I like visuals. I'm a school teacher. I teach a 10th and 11th grade um, world history and U.S. history. And so I always have some kind of visual when I, when I teach my kids. So today my visual is a bag of mustard seeds. Okay? Here they are. You can get them at most, uh, you know, home improvement type stores or garden uh, places. And I'm going to give each of my brothers here a, a mustard seed so they can see how, how small it is. Oh, you got two mustard seeds there, Brother Pete. You got two there, Brother Anthony. Oh, Brother Tim got four mustard seeds, so we'll let him do the rest of the anointings today. <laughs> we got... Double portion. Oh, wait a minute. I take that back. How many you got there? Quite a few. Oh, yeah, at least ten, so... And we give, give, yeah, you, don't eat them. Don't eat them. They might be poisonous. Now, brothers, you're holding those mustard seeds barely, right? Because they're about to slip through your fingers. That's how small they are. Okay, I'll try to hold one up here. Oh, they're so hard to grab. You know, it wasn't easy to find these. I had to go to several places. But eventually I found them. That's how much faith we need, brothers and sisters, to move a mountain. Isn't that beautiful? That's how much faith. That's not much at all, right? That's all the Lord's asking. And if we can exercise this much faith, we can see mountains move in our lives. You know, there was a man by the name of the brother of Jerib in the Book of Mormon. And um, again, I told you I was going to be an ether. If you, want to, if you want to read it, I'm not making this stuff up. I know when I was reading that experience, some of you thought that was pretty silly, but hold on here. Go to Ether 12, verse 30. Because the brother of Jared's faith was so strong in Christ that it says his faith became knowledge. It, he just knew. It wasn't, he didn't have to focus or concentrate. He knew. That's where God wants to take the church of Jesus Christ this morning, brothers and sisters. Ether 12.30 says, For the brother of Jared said to, unto the mountain Zaron, Remove! And it was removed. And if he had not faith, it would not have moved. Wherefore thou workest after men have faith. After, it's after the trial of our faith, brothers and sisters, that we see those mountains move in our life. It's not before it's after we extend ourselves that we see the power of God. And we see, we see His hand begin to move. So the brother of Jared literally, not figuratively, moved a mountain. Now, I don't know why he had to move this mountain, okay? But, but it happened. And, you know, sometimes we read the Scriptures and we, we like, oh, that, that's silly, right? Um, 
that those, those parables and those stories that, that Jesus t- told, or all of those stories in the Old Testament, that didn't really happen, right? Those are just um, figurative. Those are just lessons. Well, when, when Jesus cursed the fig tree because it didn't bear fruit, did he figuratively curse that tree? Or did he literally curse that tree and it died? It, it literally died, right? When God told Moses to part the Red Sea, did he figuratively part the Red Sea? No. He says there was walls of water on each side, literal waters. And you can go all down the line, right? The three, three Hebrew children, all the miracles that Christ did, they were not figurative, they were literal. They actually happened. So they're not just spiritual, they're natural as well. And so my point this morning is this. God can move those natural mountains in your life, and He can also remove those spiritual mountains in your life. And we we sing about this stuff all the time, but do we really believe it? He can heal the lame and blind, right? And all the afflictions of the mind can bring the sinners out of sin and all the prodigals back in. Spiritually and naturally today, God wants to remove those mountains in our lives. But we have to exercise that mustard seed of faith. And it's after we exercise that mustard seed of faith that we see God begin to move. Amen? You know, a lot of times people say, well, that, that's good, Brother Steve, you know. So, what am I supposed to do? Just, just start saying things and, and then they're going to happen? No, you have to build your faith, brothers and sisters. You don't just get that brother of Jared type faith. You don't just get that mountain moving faith by saying it. It's a, it's a process, right? Think about David. David the shepherd boy. How did he build his faith? What did he do? You remember? He says he was, he was tending to the flock and then it says a lion came. He killed the lion, right? So he got a little more faith. And then his next trial came. The bear came. And then he, he slew the bear. And then he had a little more faith. He didn't just go out and take on that giant. He didn't just go out and say, mountain be removed. He built it up. And that's what we have to do today, brothers and sisters. Don't say, I don't have faith. Because the Word of God says otherwise. Every one of us were given a measure of faith when we were born. And it also says that, Paul says that faith comes by hearing, and hearing by what? The Word of God, right? What we're doing right here today, as I'm sharing the Word of God with you, you're hearing it, it's hopefully going into your heart, and it's building your faith, and you're saying to yourself, I'm going to say to that mountain in my life, be removed in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen? It's little steps we have to take in order to build our faith, brothers and sisters. It's after the trial of our faith, Brother of Jared says. So, let me just tell you some of the... I'm going I'm to read one more scripture about what's coming in, our, in the Church of Jesus Christ if we can learn to exercise the faith of the Brother of Jared. And then I'm going to sit down. Um, is it okay if I read it? One more? Okay, I'm going to read it anyway. Okay, <laughs> Ether chapter 3, verse 7. It says, And in that day... 
that they shall exercise faith in me, saith the Lord, even as the brother of Jared did, that they may become sanctified in me, then will I manifest unto them the things which the brother of Jared saw, even to the unfolding them of all my revelations, says Jesus Christ, the Son of God, the Father of the heavens and the earth, and all things that are them in. God has promised the church of Jesus Christ, brothers and sisters, that He's going to give us, at the church, more knowledge, even the records that the brother of Jared wrote down, if we can exercise the faith of the brother of Jared. That's what I'm working for towards this morning. Are you? Amen. We want that, that mustard seed faith, that mountain-moving faith, so that we can see the promises that God has for the church of Jesus Christ. It says that in those writings are going to have all of the plan of salvation from the beginning of time until the end. All those prophecies in the Bible we read in the book of Revelations, they're kind of a little bit puzzling at times. It's all going to be laid out. It's going to be crystal clear. If we can exercise faith the size of a mustard seed, it says that God's going to give the Gentiles these great records. So, God's word, brothers and sisters, is yea and amen. It's not going to return unto him void. It always produces fruit. My brother spoke this morning about the seed, you know, about planting it, about sowing that seed of giving and how, you know, if you do that, if, if, if you sow sparingly, you reap sparingly. If you sow in abundance, you reap with abundance. And that's what we're going to have to do in, in 2019, brothers and sisters. We're going to have to sow this mustard seed of faith that I gave my brothers, that, that little microscopic seed, we're going to have to sow it abundantly so that we can reap abundantly in the Spirit of God and the power of God in souls and, and see the manifestations of God's power that He has promised the church of Jesus Christ that I just read to you. If we could exercise that, that little mustard seed of faith so, brothers and sisters, believe in God. Believe in His Son, Jesus Christ. Believe in the power of, of salvation. Believe these things today because they are true. And if we do these things, God will bless us beyond measure. So God bless you, brothers and sisters. Remember, it's after the trial of your faith. It's not before that you see the, the manifestation of the, and the hand of God in your life. Now is the time, brothers and sisters. That's... That's what the Lord told our sister in the experience. Now is the time to plant those seeds of faith, to exercise that faith. May God bless you. Thank you for listening to me today. I hope I didn't bore you. And um, the saints in Irvine send their love. And I'm sure in Pine Top they would want me to say the same thing. It was just there last, yesterday. But I love you all. And I'm sorry if I didn't have a chance to, to greet all of you. But uh, I give you an air hug right now, and God bless you. <laughs>